Welcome to the Journal of Biophilic Design podcast. Many thanks for joining us on the Journal of Biophilic Design today. We're joined by Ian Drummond of Plants at Work. He also runs his own company, Ian Drummond Design. He's going to tell us about that shortly. Um, National Plants at Work Week takes place once a year um, and it promotes the many benefits um, of having plants in the workplace. If you go on their website, um, which I'm going to put the link on uh, connected to the, um, the blurb that goes with this podcast um, you can go on there to find out all the many benefits of having plants in the workplace the uh, national plants at work week takes place this year on june the 27th um, to the 1st of july which is also world wellness week so girls and the guys at uh, who organize plants at work um, have created some really um fun stunts too from decorating um a, a telephone an old telephone box to a taxi the taxi looked amazing i absolutely loved that to a thames clipper so you do um publicity stunts as well to try and really excite people about plants but ian before i start waffling on about stuff and plants and plants at work um many thanks for joining us today Thanks for having us. Yeah, really, really pleased to join you. Lovely. Cheers. Um, well, I've read your biography um, and you've had a quite a clear path, really, um, to where you are now. Um, but I'd love to hear about what your passion, you know, where your passion for plants came from, really, um, and, you know, to, to get you to where you are now. Sure. Um, yeah, I mean, I was incredibly lucky, really. Um, one of my earliest memories, I was probably about four or five years old, and I, um, my parents bought me um, a house plant, they bought me a peace lily, um, and for just for adding my bedroom, and really young age, um, yeah. I lived, still do, in central London, um, and was living in um, quite an urban part of it, so I was living in a council estate, yeah. um, just surrounded by concrete, and um, I don't know, I just, this it was they it, they they obviously knew it's the right thing to do and got, got me this plant and I love this plant and um from a big extended family um everyone started buying me this little geeky kid started <laughs> buying me house plants and um Aww. my bedroom become full of um lots of house plants managed to kill lots of them and um I didn't obviously I was only I was incredibly young didn't know what I was doing at all um and was playing with them and had little soldiers and farm animals and to everything with them and I then advanced to a window box uh, which was very exciting and was growing seeds and things in, in it and that that's where it started and it's never it's really truly never gone away it's um I just was obsessed with them and um yeah and still mainly house plants I've done exterior landscaping and things but I always go back to house plants that's 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 what I love. It's um, I guess it's because that was part of my childhood. I didn't have outside space. There was no view of anywhere lovely and green. So actually, those plants meant a lot to me. And um, that's where it started. Um, literally then by the time I was 11 years old, I was looking after my aunt's garden. She'd become disabled and I started looking after her garden. So mm -hmm. I started learning a bit self-taught gardening. Um, yeah. Um, not from a family of gardeners at all, so people were kind of giving me bits of advice, but not great. Um, <laughs> and then at 13, I was working after school and weekends for a florist. Um, so learning a bit of floristry and 
they had houseplants. So I used to start watering the houseplants and caring for the houseplants in this florist at 13. Oh. And at 16, I took on an apprenticeship with, um, there used to be a florist in central London called Ken Hayford, who used to do really high-end work in London um, in floristry and also done interior landscaping. So done an apprenticeship learning floristry and interior landscaping. And so that's that's a little while ago. That's when I was 16, so it's over uh, 30, yeah, 35 years ago. So, um, and that's really never gone away. Um, so I kind of stayed there on the apprenticeship for four years, moved on, worked, uh, which was, the next job was really fun. I was in Primrose Hill, so very posh. And um, it was um, a pub in Primrose Hill um, that had a garden centre underneath. Oh, wow. So I, it was amazing. So I'm like this 20 year old working in a pub, um, <laughs> uh, working with, with plants and flowers. It was like, this is incredible. It's like, um, cool. so um, after work, I used to get, get a drink. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> yeah. um, it was it was only small and it was only very much at a domestic market in that area so um i used to go to people's homes and advise them on what plants they could have in different rooms and um maintain the plants and it was it was a real community little garden center within primrose hill i loved it um but it was a little bit limiting and then i joined indoor garden design where i was for 30 years and then was by the end of it was creative director co-owner of it but we sold the business uh, a year ago. So now it's just me, we had a great team, now it's just me on my own, which is a little bit scary. Um, but the good thing is I can now get back to actually do what I love and working with plants rather than being at a desk and looking at figures and yeah. things that not, I wasn't as passionate about. So uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's good. So do you, do you, do most of your clients, are you kind of operating mostly in, in London yourself, are you? So, so, so Indigo Zone was London-based and most of the yeah. clients were in London. Um, we had UK coverage. Now I'm, I, I'm working on creative events. So what we used to oh, also okay. do, and we gained a bit of a reputation was working on uh, event side of things. So instead of floristry for events, we used to do landscaping for events. Mm. Um, and I've still continued with that side of things. Um, so work on all sorts of fabulous things um, from, Elton John's parties, his white tie tiara ball, um, wow. Baffles, London Fashion Week, um, premieres, um, shop windows, all sorts of things. So I'm allowed to still work on all of that sort of real creative work. Um, and the rest of the time I'm doing consultancy. Um, and the company that bought Indogon Design Nurture have actually asked me back. So I'm working, doing some consultancy for them on the sort of design side for corporate offices. Mm. Oh wow! It just—it sounds like a fan, such a such a really fun, creative job. I was thinking, if anyone's listening to this, you know what I mean? Who's thinking about you know, or because we get we get quite a young audience as well. We get like children listening to it with their parents yeah. and stuff. Um, and you know, it's just to, just to inspire them to go. Do you know what? Yeah, I can. If I, I've got a house plant, I could be like you. Do you know what I mean? To kind of like build, you know, work and grow in a business. It's, it's do you know? It's the nicest industry. It's yeah. like even like you. I'm, I'm really good friends with competition so like yeah. the companies that you compete against for tendering the same work I would often have dinner go for dinner with them I'm really good friends with them That's it's nice. just a really lovely industry to be in um and yeah I mean back when I was at school telling them I want to go into <laughs> gardening and houseplants it was which was late 80s like careers at school were like this is not a job this is not a career it's like they, don't know what, they were just like looking at me 
offered me absolutely no support. Um, I hope that that's different these days. And if someone in at, at 15 says like they want to work with houseplants, that they would be given slightly more support because there's so many jobs, so many opportunities within industry. So um, yeah, jo- join the industry. It's amazing. I love it. Oh, it's fantastic. It's lovely, lovely words of encouragement. So um, I'll put some links again on the podcast thing so people can go to, particularly on the um, plants that work and also on your site. So, um, yeah, so I've got to ask you, um, I mean, obviously, Elton John and the parties and all that kind of thing. For me, that would be like a highlight. But do you have yeah. a do you have a particular highlight or highlights of your career um, that you'd like to share with us? It could even be a challenge or something or yeah. installation or whatever. Is there anything that kind of sure. comes to mind? Yeah, I mean, those those events are way up there 100 yeah, so yeah. There, was, there was one year 2009 which was like which was my golden year I think it's so so that year was my first year at Chelsea so yeah. we um, worked at Chelsea Cloud Show my first year working for Elton John my first year doing BAFTA and my first <laughs> year doing London Fashion Week it was just like all happened in a year it's like this is incredible um so that was an amazing year um but wow. the one project i'm always still so proud of was a hospice actually in, in um in west london and worked with the designers architects and the staff at the hospice where we um basically the, the aim was wherever you whether sort of if you had a room or your, the, the wards the where the bed always had a view so the patient had a view of nature wherever you were so um, whether it's looking out the window into to, to the garden or where the internal kind of um, hallway had lots of planting in it and bringing plants into the rooms as well. Mm. And that was just like really incredible. And it just shows that how important plants are at any stage of your life. It's just like to recognize how important nature is to you and just to make you feel as positive as you can be. In, in obviously in, in difficult circumstances so it was that was just really special to work on oh well that's lovely I mean I don't know if you know but I set the journal up I set the whole sort of thing up because both my parents were in hospital and I realized the views of nature and I then started researching about it and wanted to share that the information about um biophilic design but I, I could see that you you know we need to have plants life Life, life, things to remind us that things are alive, you know, around yeah. us when we're in the NHS. And that is one of my my things. I'd love to see plants and biophilic design in every NHS before I die. So I keep saying it. And one day, you know, someone might go, oh, I'm, I'm work for the NHS. Um, you know, I'm a policymaker. I'll, I'll come give you a hand. We, we yeah. so. it's, it's true. My mum was in, my mum passed away a couple of years ago, but Sorry. 10, 15 years ago, she was in hospital for quite a long time. And at that stage, they were allowing to have plants and flowers within the ward. Yeah. And obviously with my job, it was like her room got, oh. she always said she felt like Liz Taylor at the time because it was literally filled with um, with flowers and plants. Um, oh. And then I extended that for the ward and made sure everyone uh, had plants around them and things. And oh my God, the joy it gave to the staff, yeah. to the patients was incredible. Later years, when she when she was back in hospital, and they had a policy of no no plants or flowers, and it was just like oh, it was devastating. Yeah, it really it just uh, her mental health was so badly affected because of she obviously she'd been incredibly sport in the past, mm. and but by all but it made such a positive impact, and then not to be able to have it was 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 really upsetting for her. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I just it's a shame that lots of places yeah. can't have them. I know. During um, 
COVID, we, we worked with uh, a charity called Project Wingman, which okay. is, um, it was the, it was uh, the airlines basically. So they were getting the cabin crew to go to NHS hospitals and help make teas and coffees yeah. and, and people were donating magazines and all sorts of things to make the stuff as comfortable as possible. So we heavily supported that and landscapes, um, all of the day rooms for the staff. So filled them with plants and oh. and the stuff, the, the medical staff really appreciated it because oh. they, again, they weren't leaving the, these hospitals. They were there for so long. So we just gave that one injection at least as many hospitals in across London of, um, of at least a green room that they could have and, oh. and relax in. But wow. again, it just demonstrated how the benefits are there. It's, yeah, it's so important just to have little timeouts and, and things to be surrounded by by green and, and stuff, you know, I mean, my mum's in hospital at the moment, actually, she was rushed into her knee, she's been in there nearly, nearly three weeks now, and um, obviously I've, I've said I've got COVID right now, so I can't go in again and see yeah. her, um, but she was in a, she was in her own room, she's in an in a intensive care room, and I took views of nature in, and I took plants in, and, and you know, yeah. bunch of flowers, and because she was in her own space, but now she's yeah. in another one, I've just, I've managed to smuggle in a little tiny one, which I don't think they've seen. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a little succulent i thought well they can't nothing can go wrong with that really and they haven't noticed it yet i think they think it's plastic so it's fine. Away with it. yeah yeah exactly but um you know it's, it's such a it's such a shame isn't it and I, I i don't quite understand i think they're saying some of it's to do with hay fever or it's to do with allergies but i think some of, i think it is upkeep isn't it it's just that they just don't yeah start. i think i think a lot of it is but yeah it's interesting you say with pictures i i've done the same when my yeah. mum was back in and I just put like like yeah. photos of the places she liked and yes. on the walls. And she used to work in a school, so we've got children doing pictures of flowers and things oh, like that. And just like try to recreate it as much as we could. It was. Yeah. Um, it's so important, you know. If we're yeah. gonna if we're gonna be he he healing people, you know, we want to be healing holistically. We want to yeah. be doing, treating the whole body and the mind. You know, not yeah. just like fixing all oh, there's one ailment they've come in with. Often they find something else as well, don't they? It's not just in there yeah. for one thing. Yeah. Um, but you know, while they're there, let's let's treat the mind as well, so that helps heal the body. You know, this yeah. whole we know that works, and and a lot of the doctors know that works. I think the hands are tied by sometimes by the administration or the yeah. the managers of these places I, I'm, well, I think, I'm understanding but it's trying to get those people on board really you know fine. well I'll, I'll help you with your campaign the one that's passionate okay. I think it's, it's it's just so important yeah absolutely well let's just work on that together so anybody listening yeah. who wants to be part of this yeah. campaign yeah. Get, get, get in touch com. so um well obviously there, let's talk about the benefits of bringing plants into the office because it is national plants at work week so um in a kind of nutshell i mean there's loads of loads of benefits but can you share some of the benefits um of bringing uh plants into yeah i mean there's been so much research now um on on from physical to mental health, all the sort of benefits. So obviously plants taking things away from an office is, is a great benefit. But for me, the main benefit is, is, is simple, really. It's, they make you, history just sort of said, they make you feel good. It's, and it's, I've, I've worked with Exeter University, uh, Dr. Craig Knight, um, a few years ago and started the research actually at Chelsea Flower Show and so it started on a small scale and we had a um an exhibit where the public could get involved so it's either it could be a lean space and they had a task to do with the lean space or they could 
um, do the same task in a space that I'd created, or they could do the task in a space that they had created with advice from myself. So, and it's by the end of it, I mean, well-being, uh, the, the productivity had increased by 37% on wow. the cases where they had a, a, a voice on what the, the space looked like, and they were surrounded by plants, artwork, by, by nice things basically. And it just, just, it just, just as simple as that. I mean, it just, it's, it's clear it works. No one wants to be in a lean, empty box. No. You don't choose to live like that. So why would you choose to go into an office like that? Um, thankfully, I think recent years, and I actually, I think the positive of COVID in trying to encourage people back into the office is actually, uh, is they really become aware of if you want to get people back, you need to give them a nice environment to be back in. Um, so plants of interior landscaping at the moment is actually booming because it's becoming a really good, easy way for corporate clients to change the look of, a, a, of an office um, and a cost-effective way, actually. It's, it's not an ex a huge expense to invest and there's lots of benefits along with it as well. So it's... It, that's encouraging. I've kind of got off track a little bit there, haven't I? But um, it's yeah. so the main thing for me is 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 yeah is is increases your productivity, creativity, but it's well-being. It, it it makes people feel better being surrounded by by nature. It's it's it's. I I would think of if you were to choose to sit somewhere, it's like and you've got a choice of a bench in an urban environment, and there's one just by concrete, there's one by tree. It's just like. Just watch during the day and watch where everyone sits. It's we're naturally drawn to nature, and it's so. If you spend a lot of time at work, have nature. There. Yeah, it's true, isn't it? I used to have um, I used to have a little gallery, little gallery bookshop, and a little coffee shop sort of thing up in Cambridgeshire. And yeah. um, I mean, you can I mean you can imagine where the I mean, it was crafts and all sorts of stuff. It was a bit of a potty place, um, but. Uh, just outside where where my shop was, there was um, there was the uh, old River Neen that went went outside, and I don't know, honestly, it was like this crazy moment. I'd hear the seagulls kind of like go over. I was near a dump. I wasn't I wasn't actually near the sea, but um, but you'd hear them come over, and I'd I'd like bolt out there, and then just for that sense of peace and haven that was just there. It's just like you say, and then you watch people how they kind of congregate around nature around the trees and around the thing like you say if there's if it's like if there's, if there's one tree and a bench and there's no, there's a bench and no trees they do they just you do you just go towards yeah, it. yeah. Like, going back to lockdown again it's yeah. um literally just outside my house um where i am there's two which is in central london and there's two benches and there's a there was a tree there so yeah. nice um but um, one of the neighbours is great in actually trying to do planting and um, up under trees and things. And I thought, right, okay, I'm obviously I'm in a position I can really help. So completely landscape that area around the trees. Um, oh. Didn't ask the, the council, so pro I'm probably done everything wrong. But um, just put lovely, really beautiful pots, um, planted them with grasses and summer bedding plants and the reaction from people. And there was, um, it was, I was, I used to be so touched as one elderly couple that used to come and sit there every day. And it was their treat during lockdown was to come and sit on these benches and they would bring a flask of tea, sit and have a cup of tea. And it was like, oh my God, it was like, if I don't, 
this is that's what I should have said is my proudest moment actually is like right, just doing that were just shown by they weren't sitting there when it was just a bench but yeah. surrounding it by pots and plants and just making it attractive mm. people went and sat there and enjoyed it during the toughest time again it's just like it just shows you yeah that's plants, are good plants work it's just that they work for us yeah, yeah. that's a really kind thing to do it's a really generous thing from your heart you can tell that you love you love this and you know the benefits and you can see a barren place and you want to fill it with life and beauty yeah um, completely and, and, and i get to go back to my childhood i was i was, yeah. didn't have that and i i did crave it it was kind of like the plant yeah. i really did enjoy the plant at a young age it's, it's still it's a really strong memory for me and so i guess that's where it comes from it's just like so i can see an area that just yeah. could be improved very easily and 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 it worked and people were sitting and it's still there it's still the pots are still there and it still looks lovely so it's transformed this small little area of a couple of benches to a really beautiful area i'll send you a picture oh please do yeah no <laughs> yeah. great and I'll, I'll feature it i'll feature it on the yeah. uh, journalbyfoodesign.com okay. so people who are listening go to the journalbyfoodesign.com and check out this podcast with ian drummond and um and you'll find the photograph there which um, so i'm looking forward to getting that so um, I'm going to ask you a, a tip. <laughs> um, if, um, you know, people say to me, because they think, you know, I, I'm like, they think I know about plants and I, I know a little bit about plants, but, you know, and, I, and they say, well, if I'm, I'm going to, I've got a home office or I want to bring plants into my house, what should I bring? And I always have like these go-to plants, peace lily, because I love peace lilies. And you mentioned peace lily. I just love how they are. I love the leaves. Yeah. And everything. Um, the, uh, the goosefoot plant, and also mother-in-law's tongues you know those i keep calling yeah. them i don't know what they call them real life. yeah yeah is that thank you i've got nearly got it right <laughs> um but is it do you have any tips that you can you would you recommend like a couple of plants for people who are listening you know sort of two or three plants that they could say get started on and maybe a couple sure. of tips to look after them yeah i mean well that's the ones you've just pointed out are actually a really good choice are uh, easy to look after are really great ones mm. i always say treat houseplants interior landscaping like gardening and you always would look to see if you put a plant in the garden does it need to be in a sunny spot does it need to be in a shady spot like everyone occasionally you might just risk it and just put oh let's, but you normally you would look it up or it has a label on it to tell you where it should go treat it the same and just consider way if you if there's an area within your house or, or room that you want the plants to be just consider the environment that that is so the light is it's the temperature is there a draft all those types of things and then you can just do a bit of research on the back of that put in the sort of house plant for shady area blah 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 and then and that is a good starting point to get the right plant i should plug my book there at home with plants which is um, basically the question, I constantly asked the question for years, and that's why I've done the book, is go, I'd always go, you go and see friends and then say, oh, what plant should I put in my bedroom? What plant should I put in my bathroom? What plant should I have in, in, my, in, in the hallway? And so the book is basically divided into, into rooms. So it gives you advice on plants to put in the bathroom and how to style them and along, along those lines. So it's kind of, that gives you that advice and for research because that's what people struggle with um but the plants you've mentioned are great um a real tough probably the toughest house plant i think is the zamia colchis 
um, which is um, dark, really dark green waxy leaves, um, prehistoric looking, um, but they're quite glossy leaves. You can literally put them anywhere and you can pretty much forget about them. You can abuse them. It's, um, I'm not, no, I'm not recommending <laughs> you using the plants, but it's, they're kind of, they're just incredibly tough and unusual. So people always want to talk about them as well. And they're really easy to look after. Um, um, another general rule is most people tend to overlove their houseplants and they just overwater them. Everyone thinks they're underwatering them. It's rare that people underwater the houseplants because that takes quite a few weeks of neglect. So most people, <laughs> water them before that so people tend to overwater them yeah um, i was gonna say i'm guilty of that actually I've, i i have been guilty of that when you especially some sort of sort of those you know, um dry plants what they're called like cactuses things not the cactus but the, and then the, you, ripsalis, the hanging ripsalis yeah or the ones with the points on like this this one here what's this called this thing this thing this like that that's that's like that's um yeah that looks like a sansevera so that's part of the mother-in-law's tongue that you mentioned. <laughs> okay. Well, I was same, watering it. Same family. Yeah, I was watering it, and um, the um, it went all manky. <laughs> so, so I was still watering the other ones, and they're fine. I haven't watered that one for about four months. <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's and they're from dry. Often they're troubled yeah. plants. It's, it's they go periods with with not much water. So it's yeah, yeah. So yeah, you just have to kind of yeah. I don't know. <laughs> so basically, I would say. Always try to research where you want the plants. Look at the environment you there. You want to pot plants, and just do a bit of research. It's, it's the best way to do it. Um, but yeah, Zamiacolcas is a great one. Another one is a Kentia palm, and, and you can get those smaller. Or if you wanted a large sort of tree, mm. and they're incredibly easy to water to look after. Just use sort of a water if it's in a small part, water it once a week. But you can they can dry out a bit. Don't overwater them. They're very easy. So. Okay, well, sounds really good. So your book is called A Home with Plants? At Home with Plants. Ah, at Home, at Home at with Plants. Home. Yeah. Okay, so guys, you listen, if people listen to this, Ian Drummond, At Home with Plants. Go to all your all the good bookshops and, and order one now. I'm, I'm going to be ordering one after this. So thank you for that. <laughs> it's going to be on my, on my, on my, uh, my go-to uh, plant Bible list over there. So um let's talk about hot desking so people so you, you said about trying to people you know get people back to the office and trying to landscape and and that's really great um but if you're if you're at home <laughs> yeah like i am um and then you have to hot desk between the kitchen and the bedroom because you're sharing the space with somebody um yeah. but you still want your plants and you still want that greenery around you what what advice would you give you know how can we do we take it with us do we do we just what do we what do we landscape each place or what or what do we do what do we do what would you suggest <laughs> well obviously i would say landscape every room is like it's like every room should be filled with plants with like full stop that's it there's just that's in my mind there's not another option just fill every room with plants so you've yeah. always got, got them um and i would with, with i always rather than just dotting plants around i always try and suggest having a bit try and create a little bit of a landscape try and create a feature within a room whether it's you framing a window or you're creating a if you've got a shelf so create a shelfie if you're if you're young you'll be doing shelfies and fill <laughs> a shelf with like loads and loads of, of plants so you've got a real focal point of nature and then look towards that so sit and look at 
so you've got that view of nature that you're looking at. Um, that's sort of my, my suggestion. But if not, if you've got a favourite plant, then have a hardy plant, something like a, a Santaveria or Zamiacolcus, and yeah, just take it with you. <laughs> we can be your your, your office uh, friend for, for the day and move move around the house with you. It's, uh, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I thought about getting one with a little face on it, you know, so it could be like a little thing and the hair could be growing out of it, you know, but then that's yeah. kind of, that's the sculpture. And it's got a sculpture, that's a sculptor in me, not a sculpture. I'm, I'm too movie around for a piece of sculpture. Um, but I like that. And I was just thinking, when you sang about that, it's just, you know, you just, the way you phrased that there was actually hit a nerve. You said landscape the area with the plants. I mean, I've got plants here, but I've kind of sort of lined them up because I know they talk to each other. I kind of, it's really weird. They're sort of, as they're grown, they're sort of grown together, but yeah. I'm not really, they're just sort of, just sort of there. They're not really like. But they are, they group together and it's, it's great. Yeah. It's like rather than just dotting like them in each corner, it's great yeah. that feature. And it's, it's a, yeah. it's a, this, it's a, it's an indoor garden. That's lovely and nice. I like that it's an indoor garden. Yeah, I need to make that look prettier though because it's not quite right. <laughs> so um, so um, obviously at Plants at Work Week, um, one of the things that you, you do, you guys do, I mean, you do loads of things. So again, people listening, go to um, the Plants at Work um, to find out a bit more information. But you um, you do run a poll as well to find out what's, what's popular, what plants are popular. Um, and yeah. sort of what easier to upkeep and all that kind of stuff. Do you um, do you have a favourite plant? I have to ask you. Do you have a have favourite plant? I have many, but yes. <laughs> um, there's yeah. I can't just give one. So, <laughs> so <laughs> I didn't think um, you would. I didn't think you would. Yeah. That's great. <laughs> so there's one plant which is definitely my favourite plant, but probably not the best plant for an office. Um, is a Vanda orchid, um, and they basically they've got this amazing root system so they're, they're not in pots you've got this amazing root system that's exposed and you get really really vibrant colors with them so i've used them on lots and lots of my events so they come they've become a bit of my signature kind of plant on events mm. they're just really really yeah special they're they're quite they're glamorous they're exciting they're just like they're these amazing plants so you can do lots of different things with them um I also, if you wanted one at home, I would say use them in a shower because they basically, they love humidity and they just hang. So um, just hang one in a shower and then whenever you shower, shower your orchid as well. So, um, and that's simple as that's, the care is actually quite easy. So, um, so I love those. Um, I'm gonna mention my mum again, her, my, her favorite part was the African violet. And um, I've recent years I've been determined to get them popular again because they were they've not been popular. Um, and I just think they're they're great. They're kind of just kind of sort of like in sort of Victorian times, it was a real kind of classic sort of plant you would have. And it's just like and get beautiful colours with them. So I love those. Um, but a plant that maybe you'd have in an office is I still I love monsteras. I love cheese plants. It's just it's if, if you want if you want green green in what i mean they're just there's a massive green so it's like what could be better than to bring into a room so i i love them um and you can get also you can get philodendrons which are similar sort of leaf shapes to them um okay. same same sort of thing it's it's i just love that lush leaf the sort of effect so it's um yeah 
Yeah, I like I like that idea. I like I've just you were saying about. So what was the name? I'm going to have to ask you again because I'm going to write it down. What was the name of that orchid? Because I want to put that in the bathroom. V A N D A, Vanda orchid. Oh, Vanda orchid. Okay. Yeah. They're stunning. Really, really beautiful. Okay. I'm going to I'm going to get one of those, and I'm also going to. Yeah. Now you're saying about landscaping landscaping your your plants inside your house which i love the idea of that i'm gonna i'm gonna see if i can't kill um a monstera and a philodendron and i'm gonna try and plant them together i might get two or three and create something somewhere so that they're all together and it creates like yeah. you say, a little bit of an indoor garden so amazing exciting um, you've inspired me you've inspired me thanks ian no, um, brilliant absolutely great um so, um, oh, yeah, I was going to ask you, Nook Pods, um, which I, I've interviewed the people, so people listening to this, you can go to the Journal Biofleet Design and search for, for Nook Pods. Um, I've interviewed David Akoyman, who runs that. Um, we love them. We love them. We've supplied them with, like, prints on the back for the little nature mm -hmm. walls. And um, and you, um, you also install plants in different places, don't you? I mean, you mentioned bathrooms and stuff and um, and sort of... But how would you... So, I mean, I mean, you mentioned that you mentioned the orchid. If you've got a place that's like a bathroom, so you're in a workplace, so there's no shower in the bath in there. Yeah. And I've I've been, I was I went somewhere once, and the and it was really nicely it was nicely decorated and stuff. It was in one of these really sort of like new tower blocks that they've got in London, and it's really swanky and stuff. Um, but the the, the loos were actually inside with no natural light. What right. would you What would you suggest? What would you suggest people to um, to put in there or do or or somehow landscape or what would you what would be the what would you do <laughs> it's I, I mean obviously all plants needs some light um yeah. um if you can control the lighting then maybe try and get some sort of grow light in there that would always okay. be great um and then you could have a sort of directional grow light where you could create a little group of of plants underneath it yeah. but I mentioned before the Zambia Colchus, that's a great one, needs minimal light. So that would okay. be a, a great one to have in, in, in a sort of bathroom in that situation. Yeah. Yeah. But um, and yeah, if it's just within your own home, just spring the plants out for a while as well, give them a bit of light and take, put them back in. But um yeah. I just still go for it. It's just like, yeah, we want plants in every room. <laughs> <laughs> and and a picture and put a, put some artwork with of, of nature up as well. It's, yeah um, exactly it was just saying going back to those nook pods that's what we're doing kind of we put the things in but um so something like that we've got these movable booths um what sort of planting would you do would you kind of would you stick it just in like you know because they've got they're like a little telephone booth if you want you've got two seats and a, and a and a table and then a little area at the back i suppose you put plants there and in front of it yeah or i mean or? there's you've there's a ledge so you could do yeah. your own shelfie within them um, yeah. at the back um you can put lower plants on the actual desk, the table in between. Yeah. Um, nooks as well, there's lots of opportunity for different hooks that you can put in. So you're going to have hanging plants on the outside. Of course. Above as well. Um, the back screen can come down. Mm -hmm. So you can also think about surrounding it by, by planting. So it's, it's, and so you kind of, you're, you're in your, your, your nook, but you're kind of, as you look out, you'll be looking by, just surrounded by nature as well. So it's, don't have to think just, just in, inside the box, in cat side the box. So it's, <laughs> yeah. and um, yeah, pop plants around it as well as inside it. Yeah. And, um, they're great. It's such a clever idea. And it's, it's, I always think 
it's in an office everyone works differently as well and that's what I like about them it's like some people yeah. are, are allowed and want everyone to hear them yeah. other people are quite conscious like if you're on the phone quite conscious about who's listening in and what so having a space like that I think it's just I think it's a great way of people working in their in the way that they feel comfortable with so yeah I mean, great idea yeah, I think I think they're brilliant, and the people who run it, they're just coming from a really good place as well, you know. So yeah, uh, I wish them all the luck, really, all the luck in the world. So, um, the um, you, you mentioned your book um, that we're, I'm going to mention again. It's called At Home with Plants. So people are just just you know subtle hint there, just go and buy it. Um, but plants that work as well are launching their third book as well called um, Plants Our Perfect Partners, um, and that's going to contain some information. Uh, about research used to inform clients uh, or um or, sorry used to inform claims not clients or well, yeah clients used to, used to inform clients about the claims um about them working um about plants working in the office basically in other environments the book's going to be available to all members um and their teams and their clients so again if, you, if you're if you're actually working in plants you mentioned at the beginning to me before we recorded um that if people are interested in working in plants they can become member of plants at work um, yeah. So, uh, and also, if you're an office or a business and you love plants or you want to get involved in some way, you can become an associate member as well and support what they're doing to try and get plants everywhere. So, um, so I, I do encourage people to do that. Um, do, you, do you know a little bit about what the book's about, what, what it's going to be about? And, and um, I do. And I actually have the very first copy. <laughs> <laughs> so there's, the, there's your exclusive. It's stunning. It's such a lovely book. It's kind of got two purposes. Is what half of it is kind of highlighting all of the research that's been done and the benefits of plants in having them in offices, having them in the home, having them for an event, having however you want to use them. It kind of highlights how you can use them. It also recognizes all of the research that's out there on biophilia and all of the information that you really would need. It's then kind of the second part of it is like a portfolio of members' work. So there's stunning pictures of installations of restaurants, of offices, of people's homes, of, of, of just showing loads of ideas on what you can do with plants. So if you are stuck, if you're a, 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 an office manager and don't know where to start, this is a great thing to look through because actually it's just filled with amazing ideas. So, um, yeah, really excited Sounds really, really good. Um, I love, I love the fact that it's got all like um, inspirational images as well. I think that's yeah. what I love about cookbooks, for instance. You know, you buy cookbooks and you're like, oh yeah, I know I need to eat aubergine. I need to know it, you yeah. know. And then yeah. what you can do with it. I think that's yeah. that's really cool. Yeah, it is. It's a great book. That's great. Well, Ian, um, we're coming nearly to the end. Um, but I, is there anything else that you would like to add at this point? Um, no, I just, I mean, hopefully you can tell I am. It's sort of 35 years of, of, in this industry and I'm still so enthusiastic about it. It's one, I think it's an amazing it, it, industry to join. It's if, if anyone's thinking of <laughs> considering it as a career option, it really is. There's so many possibilities within it, whether it's design side or the maintenance side or, or however you want to get involved. There's lots and lots of opportunities. It's, it's such a lovely industry to be in. Um, so can't recommend it enough really um it's done very well for me and i've enjoyed it the whole time so um that's kind of yeah i'm going to highlight that um and yeah just the sh I, I in my mind plants should be everywhere it's just like let's get them in as many places as possible which is happening actually it's it's really encouraging where it's 
an office, a, a restaurant, a hotel. It's you, more you look around anywhere that's being refurbished or opening. It's it's rare you see somewhere now not filled with plants. So I think the message at long last is um, is out there, which is great. It's lovely to hear a positive thing about the plant thing. It's really nice. I, I, I'm, I'm finding that as well. The more people I'm interviewing and the more, more you go out and about and seeing things, it's it's lovely to see, actually. It's lovely to see that our world is being surrounded by green. So um, it's wonderful. So uh, the final question that I ask everybody at the end of these podcasts, um, if you could paint the world with a magic brush of biophilia, what would it look like? Okay. Um... Well, my favourite landscape is Costa Rica. So I'd, I'd like to see much of the world looking like Costa Rica because it's so beautiful, just in just the landscape, the people, everything about it. So as a kind of state, one of sort of little statement there, Costa Rica is stunning. Um, but what I'd love is everyone to see it, be in a world that everyone has the opportunity of living in, in nature. So this, I was this little kid that had a fancy bedroom, but... Wouldn't it have been wonderful if the communal space within that tower block had a green oasis in it for every generation to spend time in? It's uh, it's not big investments. I just think it's just people opening up their mind to what's important. And if you're in an urban city that you've not got much green around around them, then if developers, architects need to consider that and bring it. A, a, Bring that garden inside if that's if there's no opportunity outside, even if there is, still bring it inside. We live in in the UK. It's like it's not everyone can always get outside. So let's have a an area that everyone can use. Um, and the other thing I would love is for schools, every classroom to be filled with plants. Let's like it's uh, this. You shouldn't have to choose later in life that you want to be surrounded by plants. It's, it should just be automatic. You should grow up surrounded by nature. Thank you for listening to the Journal of Biophilic Design podcast.